Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily, and <laughs> I have a heck of a busy week in store for me. I told you that I have some trips coming up to do some TV shoots, and well, in less than a week, I will be heading off to do my first shoot, and so I'm going to tell you in this podcast what I'm up to for this first shoot. Um, this is a story that really begins like a number of others in my life, uh, back when I was 16 years old. That's when I got my first formal job working as a clerk at a bookstore, B. Dalton Bookseller at the Asheville Mall in Asheville, North Carolina. And one of the great joys of that job is that I was in charge of special orders, So those were kind of rare books that people would come in and look up uh, or or order on a case-per-case basis, things that weren't normally kept in stock on the shelves. And so I was exposed to a lot of uh, unusual material in that role. And I remember someone coming in and ordering a copy of a book called Psionic Power by Charles Casamano a Llewellyn publication and so I ordered the book when it came in uh, as usual I perused it I took a look at it and I was immediately enchanted with this book because that it was basically about how you could tap into psychic power using tools And a lot of them were sort of like homemade machines, which really appealed to my interest in tinkering around with electronics. And, uh, you know, I I had a little laboratory at my house, even when I was a kid, believe it or not, where I would do experiments. So not that much has changed now that I'm in my 40s or whatever. But um, I really love this idea that, like, you could create these sort of simple tools that would help you activate your psychic power and it was very well written and I was so um, immediately impressed with the book that I turned right around and I ordered another copy for myself and this was my introduction to radionics which we now often call wishing machines so uh, psionics psychotronics radionics they're you know they're all kind of part of the same family that we can call wishing machines for the time being and so uh, I re- I devoured that book by by Charles Casamano and then I started uh, buying his other books you know I'd order some of the others that he'd written about this same thing and over the years I gradually started experimenting with radionics and wishing machines and all that and had enormous success and I always thought about uh, some of the examples that uh, Casamano gave in his books about how to do this or that and then finally uh, I don't know 10 years ago something like that I did a webinar about this topic about wishing machines which is a very very difficult subject to sort of 
portray accurately. I mean, it's it, it's one of those things that you, half the time I just avoid talking about it, even now because it's just too hard to put it into words. Um, simply, for, you know, to, to communicate to the average person what the concept is behind how these things may or may not work and what they are and how you use them. I mean, it's, it, it opens up a can of worms. But I decided to do this webinar, and one of the people who watched that webinar was a man in South Carolina named Brad. And within 24 hours, he created one of these machines now brad said that the first time he ever heard the word radionics or was introduced to the subject in general was by listening to an old episode uh of coast to coast am with art bell and art bell was talking to a researcher named preston nichols so that's when that's the first time he heard about it but it was my webinar where i was able to sort of break down what all this is that really hit home with him and gave him sort of the hands-on uh, viewpoint so that he was able to to go and within 24 hours create a machine and started having enormous success. And that man we now call Dr. Brad Mulder or Dr. Mulder. And I did a live event in Asheville not too long after that and he came to the event and enjoyed himself and uh, started telling me about his work with these machines and even gave me a machine that he had built and uh, I started having great success with his machine and so uh, we continued corresponding and so that grew into a partnership where we created this thing called the Wishing Machine Project and the idea was that we would provide uh, affordable wishing machines built by him handmade by him to people all around the world and then do our best to keep track of their results and for the first time ever kind of like try to figure out how and why this might work you know what's going on here what's the key to this and and sort of take it out of the uh the mythos of the paranormal into something that we can begin to try to study. And I told him once we started working together that the guy who had inspired me through his books to become interested in this was a man named Charles Cosimano. So Dr. Mulder got in touch with Charles Cosimano and they hit it off and they started talking to each other. In the meantime, I had uh, interviewed Charles Cosimano uh, once or twice on Speaking of Strange, the show that I created and hosted for many years. And that was a big uh, honor to be able to interview Charles Cosimano. So Dr. Mulder and Charles Cosimano were, were sort of working together and uh, trading ideas and all that. Now, I will tell you, uh, here's something you should know about Charles Cosimano. Uh, I've never met Charles Cosimano. Like I say, I've interviewed him maybe twice. I've talked to him on the telephone once or twice. He's an excellent writer. But there's something strange, beyond strange, 
Because, you know, being involved with this stuff is strange enough. But there's something stranger than strange about him because he has this very wicked sense of humor and he refers to himself as a psionic supervillain. Which at first seems funny, but then I wonder how serious it is for him. You know, uh, and, and like I say, when you when you read his books, sometimes you're not sure. He seems to be a bit ambiguous sometimes when it comes to his opinions on how to use this stuff. Uh, for example, I remember that I asked Charles Cosimano uh, once about karma. You know, if, if you, you do something with this machine, do you think that you will pay karmic repercussions? And he basically said no, because this is not... Um, the same as traditional physics. It doesn't work the same way. It works differently. Well, look, I don't know. Uh, for me, personally, I believe that whatever you do, however you do, it comes back to you. That's my personal belief. So he's got some really odd views on how to use this power that you can gain through wishing machines and similar radionic and psychotronic devices. But I always thought, you know, I'd really like to just go sit down face-to-face with Charles Cosimano and, uh, and you know, meet this guy who wrote this book that got me interested in this subject and, you know, sort of just explore face-to-face uh, where he's coming from and what his ideas are and... Uh, how this has affected his life, you know, being involved with this bizarre film. And so I, for a while, had been looking at the possibility of going to visit him. He lives in Wisconsin, way up north there in terms of the United States. And uh, I, to be honest with you, am very, very happy where I am right now for the time being in Las Vegas, Nevada and I really have no big desire to go up to snowy Wisconsin this time of year. However, however, over the past year I have become acquainted with, of course, another radionics practitioner, a man named Tom Vrelock and of course I did a whole podcast about Vrelock he is the uh, fellow who wears the strange mask, and Vrilok is practicing all kinds of magic and manifestation using a number of things, including the prayer boards. I know a lot of you have been uh, in contact with Tom Vrilok since I did the podcast about him and, and why he wears the mask and you know why he remains such a mysterious character. Well, it turns out that Tom Vrilock lives like 15 miles down the road from Charles Cosimano in Wisconsin. And when I learned that, I said, oh, look, I got to make this trip. I got to go to Wisconsin because I can meet both of these fellas in person. Now, mind you, my schedule is so insane. I have so many projects that I have very little downtime. You know, like, for example, when the weather is perfect, like in the spring or the summer or the early fall, I have so many things going on, I can't even travel the way I want to. But I've got this little window coming up here over the next week where uh, I can go pretty much wherever I want to. 
because I don't have any TV obligations. Uh, I don't have any other like live event obligations. And so I decided, well, I'm going to go up to Wisconsin for a few days, and I'm going to meet Charles Cosimano and Tom Vrilock in person. And uh, thank God, as of now, the weather looks like it's going to be okay. So I contacted Dr. Mulder in South Carolina, and I said, hey, uh, this is going to work for me. Do you want to go up there and be a part of this and even be an associate producer on whatever I'm going to film? And he said, hell yeah. So this is sort of earth-shattering, really. I mean, that, that might sound like uh, a very bold way of overstating this, but this is kind of earth-shattering that Dr. Mulder and myself are going to be at the same table, if you will, with Charles Cosimano and Tom Vrilock. This is sort of like the United Nations of radionics, you know, U.S. radionics coming together for this cataclysmic encounter. And I don't even know what's going to happen. I mean, it is my job as the filmmaker to, I, to, to bring the cameras. You know, I've got the cameras, the microphones, the lights. I mean, I've got all that kind of stuff so that I will be able to document whatever happens. But I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm not over-planning this. I've worked in the TV business so long that one thing I despise is just phony-ass TV, you know, where everything's already planned out, and, and then you get there and you try to act like that you're being natural, but you're really not because it's all script. No, 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 fuck that, okay? It's like this podcast, when I tell you this podcast is independent, you know it is. When I tell you it's uncensored, you know it is. Do you know that I could turn right around tomorrow and I could contact any one of a myriad of podcast distributors who would love to have this podcast and transfer that right over? And uh, But then they would be like, well, no, you have to sign this and click that and here is our rules and here is our regulations and uh, you're going to have to do this for sponsorship, you know, and do that. No, I'm not doing that. I do this podcast the way I do this podcast because it is the most independent, honest, direct way of me talking to you that I can find in the in the world, on the internet. So what happens here when I go to Wisconsin is the same thing. This is going to be the exact same approach, the exact same philosophy. I'm not going up there to do this for a company or a channel. And you know I could. You know I could. Hell, you know, I was just on the Travel Channel, what, uh, well, October 31st. I have a lot of contacts in the the TV business. And I could have pitched something like this as some kind of... No, I'm not going to do that. Because I want it to be the real, genuine deal. This is 100% independent. I'm, I'm packing my bag with my cameras, my tripods, my lights, my batteries, all that crap. And I am 
taking it up there. I'm flying to Wisconsin. Dr. Mulder is going to meet me there. And we are going to get together with Charles Casamano and Vrilok for at least a couple days. And who knows what's going to happen. Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is going to end up being just clips that I just sprinkle onto YouTube or if this is going to be a short film or maybe it'll get like crazy out of hand and it'll end up being some kind of a feature. I I don't know. I cert- I doubt that. But I am thinking about this as open-mindedly and creatively as one possibly can. Now here's one thing that does concern me a little bit. Dr. Mulder, you know, he values his privacy. So he's always talking about how, you know, like, well, he he used to tell me he didn't want to have any publicity. But recently he started changing his mind. And he says, well, I'll do some radio interviews. So he came on with me. You probably heard I interviewed him. Then he went on with Heather Wade for three and a half hours. So, you know, he's warming up to the idea of coming uh, a little more, a little more into the spotlight. And uh, I've done a couple of events where he has, has gone there and met people in person. But he's still sort of like hesitant about literally putting his face in a film. So he's told me as of this moment that he doesn't want his actual face to be in, in the film. Okay, fine. Now we have Rillock, who's he's always wearing the mask and then we get Charles Casamano he's always got like the big movie star sunglasses on I'm thinking like who the fuck is going to show their face in this movie it's just going to be like me I'll turn the camera and I'm like hey I'm Joshua Warren and then I turn it just like a bunch of blurred out faces like we're exposing some kind of drug deal gone wrong in a hotel room or something. I don't even know how I'm going to take what I have with these guys who want to retain their anonymity and uh, and like work with it and, and morph it and shape it into something. Uh, I don't know. But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, that's one of the things that, again, I, I really hate about the traditional sort of TV business is they overthink and overthink and they they beat into the ground the concept of what they're doing to such a degree that when they get on location and they're shooting they sort of miss the forest for the trees i don't work that way i believe in serendipity and synchronicity and uh like you know sort of winging it and you know I'm not sending any of these guys a script. I'm not telling them in advance what I want them to talk about. I mean, I do have a list of questions um, just to make sure I don't forget anything. The only thing that I've asked is uh, bring some of your coolest toys because I want to show them. Um, But none of them have any idea what's going to happen, how this is going to proceed. And we're just going to get together and then everybody's going to sort of sit there I'm sure with wide eyes and look at me and say, okay, Josh, what do we do? And that's fine because I know what to do. Uh, I've shot a number of documentaries. I think they're pretty damn good ones and this will be, you know, its own animal. But I'm telling you this so that you know, I guess three things. Number one, you know 
that you have something really interesting to look forward to. Uh, number two, you know I'm really, really busy right now. And number three, it gives you an idea of sort of how I work. And, and that's important for me to know that you realize that. That uh, w- the stuff that you get from me... I mean, look, if, if, if something that I do is not independent, then I'll tell you. You know, this is produced in conjunction with this corporation, this channel, you know, whatever. But otherwise, when I tell you something is independent, it's the truth. And it, you know, and I and I want to emphasize that because, you know, I do have people from time to time who try to accuse me of being bought and sold by some company or whatever, and that's just like complete crap. Okay, that's total crap. So you have this thing to look forward to, but I really do hope that again you will give me. Uh, a lot of latitude when it comes to correspondence and all that because this is going to keep me busy for you know well at least the next week (laughs) Um, and then after that well you know I'll sit down and I'll have to just watch everything and figure out what I have and then what I do with it you know it'll be months from now before I figure out what I have and what I want to do with it and how I'm going to cut it together and all that Um, but this is a really incredible thing that we've all decided to work together and do and I'm uh, I'm really grateful for Charles Casamano and Tom Vrillock and Dr. Mulder to all get together and you know be a part of this meeting because nobody's getting paid anything okay there's there's no there ain't no sugar daddy handing out bills here no it's like I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there? Are you going to be there? Are you gonna, yeah, we're all going to be there. So, you know, this is this is not some kind of a, uh, a capitalistic endeavor in that sense. This is truly, truly a situation in which we are all going to come together because we believe that we are, well, dare I say it, the best at what we do. And I'm going to document it, and then I'm going to figure out what the hell to do with it. So I hope you are as excited as we are about this, because we are very, very excited. So that's what I'm going to be up to uh, planning the rest of this week. And then, of course, uh, what I want to do is take advantage of the fact that I can call in podcasts so that I can take my cell phone and I can literally, like, on the road, in the field, call in, even if it's just five minutes, and be like, hey, I'm Joshua Warren, This is here's where I am today, here's what's going on right now, and, you know, sorry, you gotta run, but, like, just give you that, like, up-to-the-minute update about what I'm doing and how all this is coming together. So, this is something for you to enjoy as a listener to this podcast but just keep in mind like some of this stuff will be very very brief because I'll just be touching base Uh, but you've heard me do that before and you know that's the way I um, formed this whole podcast to begin with so that it could be done that way if need be and this will be one of those need be situations so anyway there you have it 
now you know you're up to speed this is what I'm doing I am super psyched I am uh, overwrought with ideas and uh, I mean I don't again I'm wide open though this is what we're I'm just gonna go up there document this thing and then you will be one of the first people in the world even though you're not going to be there physically you will be there with me through the power of media and that is what I am providing for you so you want to make sure that you get those updates because this podcast is going to be uh, updated best I can on a daily basis it's called Joshua P. Warren Daily it's always short it's always free and uh, if you go to joshuapwarren.com joshuapwarren.com for one thing you'll find the curiosity shop there and you'll find all kinds of rare exotic special items that you can purchase and still right now if you purchase something it will be shipped immediately we guarantee you you'll have it well before Christmas time so you can give it as a gift because this is not some kind of like shit you can buy at Walmart or whatever no this is some very rare special limited stuff that you can only get through my website joshuapwarren.com at the curiosity shop you'll see the label there on the menu but also you can find a link to this podcast joshua p warren daily you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on twitter at joshua p warren at joshua p warren and i will tweet when a new one is available so that said thank you for listening thank you for your support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon